SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest podcast guest series. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled Ground to Grow, Art That Transforms. This month, we explore and dive deep in the world of art and yoga. Our theme for our first month of this new decade is a favorite expression of mine, grounding to grow. For me, that means debunking self-growth and cliche sayings like rising into your best self. What does it really mean to rise into your best self or rise in our divine feminine or in our magic? How can I transform at soul level? If you listen to this podcast more than once, you know I ground to grow and tap into my soul through art and yoga. This month, ground to grow theme is seep with transformational aspect of art and making art, which is often overlooked in our culture. This month, you are in for an artful treat as I bring in artists from all kinds of backgrounds to speak to us of the necessity of self-expression, creativity, and processes, and the health benefits in bringing forth what's inside you out. My hope is this, that through our SheQuest guest this month, you start seeing the necessity of self-expression and know with conviction that art can and does transform. So today, I'm just, I'm so very thrilled to have Kelly Culivier on the show. And I believe I met Kelly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Kelly, <laughs> in a yoga class I was teaching in downtown Halifax a few years ago. And uh, she's also attended many of my workshops, such as Yoga for Transition Workshop, many of my online art offering. She was student of SheQuest the first summer it came out, which is super auspicious mm-hmm. to have you on as well. And it all off, she came to Costa Rica last year for my creativity and yoga retreat, where we both had the chance to be immersed in the nourishing jungle and everything it had to offer. Kelly is a creative and lover of nature and is working to rebuild after a complex concussion brought many big changes to her life. Through this soul journey, she has found that a continued practice of art, immersion in nature, gentle yoga, and songs are lighting her up once again. And on a personal note, I wanted Kelly on the show because I feel she's one of these women I truly look up to when I think of resiliency, whom with vulnerability and bravery has forged her way into a beautiful creative living, an emblem and inspiration for us all. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Belle. Thank you so much. Are you going to make me cry already? <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, I'm just so happy to have you on. And, um, As you know, at SheQuest, we strive to live aware, bold, and whole. And I always start with the ritual of asking my guests, what makes you feel alive today? So what does make you feel alive today? Um, Definitely this conversation is making me feel alive. Um, So great to talk to you. Um, Also, I was the first one up this morning and the bathroom's super cold. So I had like a freezing shower. Um, that woke me up. And also I love the winter. I find one of actually one of my, um, 
little grounding tools, which we'll probably talk about later, is uh, to just jump out in the cold air. I just love it. It's like a good little like little reset. Yes, I love it too. I love the winter for that. I love like the fresh <laughs> wind on my face and it kind of like like awakens you, like kind of takes you out of like blondness, you know? I love that you said that. Mm. Before we dive deep in our subject, Ground to Grow, Art That Transform, I'd love it if you told everyone just about yourself, like just where you grew up, your story professionally, personally, and perhaps to, and you know, we call it my she story and just like where, you know, how did you get where you are? Well, I grew up in Mahone Bay, Nova Scotia, which is a tiny little town on the South shore of Nova Scotia. I think the population is around 900. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I had a really amazing childhood. I lived right across from the ocean and had like a little woods in my backyard. So I had lots of time in nature. I had a cherry tree in the front yard that I climbed. I felt kind of like a monkey and I just really connected with nature early on, um, playing in the garden. And um, my dad had an amazing garden in the backyard. I had actually two really creative parents. My dad is a graphic designer and my mom has actually, she's like a transformation queen. She's done so many things. Uh, when I grew up, she um, she was a seamstress. She can make anything. And she had a fitness studio. She used to teach fitness on Cable 10. Um, I don't know if you know, like, that kind of, like, public TV channel. I used to watch her. But, like, how, how have I not met your mom I yet? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like we get yes, along. Yeah, I think so too. She's also very like enthusiastic and has like a zest for life. I think you would get along very well, actually. <laughs> she also has done, she's done all kinds of things. So she's been an inspiration. And I remember growing up doing so many crafty things. I was always into like making paper crafts and pottery and cooking and um, drawing and did clay um, sculptures and stained glass and just loved art and um, I'm not sure when but I think like when I got into my teen years I don't know if it was kind of like a message at that time I think we're around the same age I don't know if you kind of felt the message ever that kind of being an artist wasn't really a practical career oh yeah I got that message repeatedly yep yep <laughs> So I really took that to heart and thought that I should get some sort of practical, I have like, quotes, practical career. Um, So I ended up doing a Bachelor of Business Administration degree, which I mean, I'm not saying that that's not a good route to go. But for me, it was kind of something I thought I should do. So I did that degree and I ended up doing all of my electives in arts. I did like every single painting class they offered and I even uh, created my own painting prof. I'd taken all the classes and then he was like, you can create your own syllabus if you want to create your own class. So I ended up doing that. Yeah, so when I graduated from my BBA, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And um, two of my friends were going to South Korea to kind of travel and pay off their loans. So I decided to go there and that really opened my mind up to the world and like different ways of living and thinking and different foods. And I did a bunch of traveling while I was there. I ended up teaching English and I really loved how I could incorporate my creativity in that job. So when I came back to Halifax, 
Um, I spent two years there. And when I came back to Halifax, I pursued teaching um, English as an additional language here and did some certifications. And I ended up getting a job with the Halifax Regional School Board teaching adult newcomers to Canada. And it was an amazing job. And I worked there uh, in that role for about eight years and um, kind of developed, uh, grew. And I ended up doing my master's of education and was kind of building that career. Um, and then in 2015, I was in a car accident. And that kind of hit the reset button on my life. I say kind of, but it did majorly. After that, uh, I couldn't go back to work. And my life just kind of um, started changing. Um, I couldn't work. My work ended up being rehab, and it's kind of been the case for the past four and a half years. And through that, I guess, has been the transformation. I've really needed to access a lot of uh, a huge toolkit for kind of um, reigniting my spirit, because when the accident happened, I just felt like an empty shell. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I remember I met you during that. I met you in 2015, didn't I? Um, I think it was 16. Okay, it was a bit after then. Yeah. And you were in the midst of a huge recalibration. Yeah. It actually took me maybe like a year and a half to kind of like re-enter the world. <laughs> yeah. I was really, I couldn't do anything. It was a real... I kind of felt like I had lost my identity. I was kind of like, it was kind of like the doing versus being. Um, I couldn't do anything. So it was like, who am I if I can't do anything? Um, and that was a real yeah. huge wake up call. I mean, not wake up call, but like a huge realization that I'm not what I can do. That was really, 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 really difficult time. So, yeah, I met you when I was kind of like coming out of like kind of re-entering, like being able to be social again, even though that was still overwhelming. Yes. I love how you said, because that's been a big theme of mine, like entering this new year. Like I, sometimes I keep repeating myself, like mm -hmm. my self-worth has nothing to do with my accomplishments. And still, like I say that and I like I sometimes I don't know if I believe it still, you know, like we've been so like, I do believe it, but like, I need to constantly like kind of tell myself like I'm perfect as I am, you know, I'm perfect, I'm perfect as I am. And like the fact that I'm alive, like, that makes me be like powerful, <laughs> you know, it's a huge, I mean, for you, it happened so drastically, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. It was a bit of like a crisis almost, wasn't it? I had like a, uh, I said complex condition because I ended up having like really significant visual disturbance. So I couldn't really walk straight. And it was after I um, had some therapy on my vision that I was kind of like, starting to feel like more of myself I started to like do a bit more yoga when you you started like just seeing a shift like from you know kind of like you said you met me when you kind of kind of came out of the fog a little bit more like what would you think happened for that to happen or it was just like about time or I think I just I don't know like I I think I started to actually I had this like 
I, like I said, I felt like an empty shell when the accident happened. And I don't know, like, I don't really know a lot about spirit or like soul. And, but I just felt like maybe my spirit was like, I can't live in your, I can't be in your body right now. Like it's too hurt. Um, And then I just, like, as I started doing more therapy, um, I felt like my spirit was sort of coming back. And, and then I just got this sense of, like, I feel so lonely. <laughs> and I just wanted to connect with other people so much. Like, I just was like, I need to be with other people again. Yeah. Like, I just had this yearning for connection. And I think that's what, like, even though I still felt really like my senses are still like amplified big time, but I just felt like I needed to get out there. And actually, I think that I was remembering this morning, like the first time I ever participated in one of your yoga classes was at Point Pleasant Park. And I was so anxious to go out even to Point Pleasant Park, but just getting there was like this huge feat. And when I got there and laid down on my mat, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> but just seeing your, like being with all the other people and um, seeing your energy, I was like, oh my God, this is what it's like to be like alive in the world. Like I need more of this. So I think that kind of um, was like a bit of a kickstart. Yeah, I, re- I remember that class, Kelly, so well. And we were all dressed in white. <laughs> And um, the energy was really high. Uh, it was the International Day of Peace. I love that class. And I think now that I recall, I think you've mentioned that at the retreat that you were at this class, which I didn't even know you were there, you know, at the time. That's wonderful. Yeah. I, I love when you said that you were like, you laid on your mat and you were like, you know, you felt like you felt you were going to throw up. And then mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's a, that was a huge leap for you to do that, you know? Yeah, actually, I walked away and I was like, that was one of the first feelings of like, like, yes, I did it. Like I, I took one step out of my like little comfort zone of my home where I just kind of like had been uh, just so like in my own little world. And it was just such a great feeling. Oh, so great. And let's um, thank you so much for sharing all your story. It's so moving. And I, um, when did you think you started like kind of awakening to all this self-expression because then you started like painting again and like had you paint when you were like teaching and all that or did you come back to that you know um Um, painting I hadn't been doing um I had thought about taking a class with Halifax Rec for watercolor but I, I didn't do it I was kind of doing other creative things like I took a pottery class but painting was sort of um something I kind of put on the shelf um, since Acadia, actually, when I was uh, recovering from my accident, I did like some of the coloring, um, books and, um, uh, listening to audiobooks. That's, um, how I spent a lot of my time. And then my aunt, um, she, she does, uh, like, um, artwork with, uh, sea glass and she invited me to come over one day and she wanted me to, she knew that I like painting. So she's like, I have these pieces of sea glass that I thought maybe you'd like to paint. Um, so I went over and I did that and I found it like they're super tiny and it was a bit difficult for me. But when I get home, I was like, 
I do really like painting and I was sitting there and I got an email from like I was on your group. uh, I was on your mailing list and I actually got an email that came in when I was thinking about that from you um, about your creative leaps. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I'm going to do that because I can do it from home. It's not a huge commitment. It's just like few minutes a day yeah. and it can get me into a, like a little routine of creativity. So um, that's kind of how I got back into painting and I hadn't really done much with watercolor before but I, I really do love the flow and ease and also that it's on paper so it doesn't feel like such a daunting task as a canvas I don't know I'd always worked with canvas before but I, I really liked kind of like the low stress of <laughs> of using paper I agree I that's why and like I'm you know my love for acrylics and canvases will be eternal I think but mm-hmm. in terms of practicality and like just making it work like realistically like let's say you were gonna paint you know almost every day I think watercolors are just such a gift you know yeah um yeah. so Honestly, like you've been a huge um, catalyst for my shift back to my creativity from that I had from an early age. Um, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. It's uh, I found like doing the creative leaps really helped me to get a like gain a confidence with creating, and I found the more that I did, um, the less I needed to, the less I kind of worried about what it would look like, the more. I just did it. Like I didn't think I just did it and I do it. <laughs> so less scary, but I feel like it, you really need like that uh, commitment to do it every day to yeah. even get to that point. Yeah. Where, like, you just do it. Yeah. You know? and I, d- I think I did um, like s- yeah. a six month um, leaps with you. Yeah. I think it really just was like yes. having um, that uh, consistent, practice that kind of developed my um confidence with it like our conversation is surrounded grounding to grow how do you think it grounds you somehow to make art as as much as you do and I do want to talk about your project that you're doing right now but um even like what what do you think is happening I don't know like I find sometimes like I find it's very relaxing I hear myself let out deep sighs once I'm getting into it and when we were in Costa Rica I remember we were sitting at the table we were painting and someone heard me let out a sigh and they're like oh you're relaxing (laughs) (laughs) but like I laugh but like I my sigh is so instantly now like it's like instant I pick up the brush and the first like the first slash I do and it's like a Mm -hmm. huge like a whole body release and it, it never, it never not happens. Like I'm just, and now I feel the conduit is so close that it's like, in, you know, just instant. It doesn't take me much. And it's like such a beautiful exile, you know? Yeah. And I find even it, like if I'm in a bad mood too, <laughs> I'll sit down and I'll like immediately feel better. And then like, I'll stand up smiling. I'm like, oh, that was like such a great, yeah, a great grounding exercise. And then I don't know about you, but every time I paint something, I like maybe go and do something else and then I come back in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I did that. That's so cool. <laughs> I do. Like I 
It's like when you're, it's, so, it's really because when you're so, you're absorbed into it and like, I don't know, you're like, I can't think straight or something. And like, and the all, sometimes like, it's like all these like inner voices kind of come and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to step away. And then you come back and you're like, what? That is amazing. <laughs> um, and I think I've told you this before, but like a lot of my paintings, like mm. it's almost like I, I didn't make them. Like, I don't know how I, I made them. Like, it's the weirdest feeling. It's like, like, I know it's like my hand that made them, but it's mm-hmm. like something else like outwardly that actually did that. It's the weirdest. I was also thinking this morning about like the early, I think maybe the first leap I did with you was about grief. I think, I don't know what it was called, but maybe lo- love and loss, maybe love and loss. Yeah. I think that's the first one I did. And like, like, I feel like all of the ones I did in that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like I, after I painted my, um, that day, I would look at it and be like, whoa, this is like. That one was really great to kind of process a lot of things. And I also ended up talking about those pieces with um, my partner. And it was a really good kind of uh, way to process the grief because he would ask me questions that I didn't even think about when I was painting. And so that was also really good. Integrate and in that way, just just ground yourself. Yeah, Um, And that's something I'm sure you've heard me say, but like, you know, let's say like something you've, something with like your experience you went through, it's like a complete fragmentation of who you are. Like, you know, you were having an out of body experience, mm-hmm. you know, so this whole recovery process was just to, you know, come back to yourself. But it's like not the Kelly, you know, you've changed since then mm-hmm. too. So it's like a, all like almost like a this unfolding and integration mm-hmm. and art makes us so close to that self-awareness, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It does, yes. Talk to us about your project now, because I'm just I'm just inspired by it. Are you gonna really do three hundred sixty five days? That's amazing. Um, I feel like I must be crazy. For- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I find if I have, like, if it has kind of, if there's like parameters for myself, I'm a lot. It makes more sense to me to like, even though. Three, even though it's just like every day to call it like a project for 365 days, it kind of makes more sense. I don't know uh, why, but maybe because I'm like, ooh, it's a challenge. <laughs> Where did the idea originate, you think? Well, I had done the 100-day project where I did a, a nature journal and I've been spending a lot of time in nature also as a part of my um, reigniting my spirit. And uh, and nature is also a place where I feel that, that deep sigh come out, like ten, maybe 10 steps down the trail. I'm just like, ah, like I feel so much better. Um, so for me, like combining um, art and nature <laughs> into NART, <laughs> um, art and nature was really great challenge for me with the 100 day project. So I did like a hundred days of nature journaling and I found like now that that nature journal is like one of my most precious things. I just love it so much. And, um, I did that every day for a hundred days. And then when it ended, I kind of was like, well, 
I want to keep creating, but I don't really know what I'm going to do. So, um, and then, then I found I was kind of getting away from daily practice. It was more kind of like here and there, and I was really missing it. So I thought the new year was a good time to just start a new project that's going to be the whole year. <laughs> I don't know if I, I didn't really say like if it would be, I said called it an illustrated year. So I just figure it's going to follow me through whatever happens this year. That's amazing. Just let it unfold as it is. And now, and talk about nature. I think a huge, like, I think part of your Costa Rica kind of journey was mm-hmm. like, it was really cathartic for you. Uh, we had <clears throat> Sarah Fisher on mm-hmm. at the retreat, who's been on this podcast, Gem Nature Workshop. And I think those were just really like, I remember just seeing you and your eyes were just so sparkly and you're just having really deep moments. But at the same time, there was like so much aliveness in you. Like, I think those, the nature workshops were your favorite. <laughs> My gosh, I loved it so much. I and yeah, I really, really loved it. And like all of the ideas she had for connecting to nature um, through art were amazing. I just loved it so much. And my eyes were like, yeah, I was, I was like just loving, loving it so much. Oh, such a good time. Take me back. Take me back. I know. <laughs> Um, so how about, I'd, I'd love your like ideas on that or tips or like somebody would come up to you and say, Kelly, I really, I'm really yearning to like start painting every day, like, or just, just really nurture my self-expression. Like, w- would you have any tips or advice for somebody like that doesn't have like almost like any background in anything? What would you tell I them? really found it helpful to like join a group, like with your creative leaps. Are you still doing the leaps? I'm doing, I have an art channel now. So basically, um, yeah. So all the leaps I've ever created are on the art channel. And then this year coming, I actually starting tomorrow, I'm starting a 112 days project and mine, I'm calling it um, painting meditation. And it's from a yoga text called the Radiant Mm -hmm. Sutra. That's what we're doing this year. But yeah, I mean, the leaps are all on there. Um, Mm-hmm. you can still take like we used to do you and I and the group like 21 days in a row which I thought were was always a good yeah. like 21 days is a good chunk you know to almost like change your routine and habit around it did you find mm-hmm. yeah I mean I found like the first couple ones like I kind of struggled I think the first one I was like I missed the last day or two but yeah, it took me a while to get into the habit. But once I was, I was like, I love this. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. group Because it's f- so fun to, to see what other people make. Like that in itself is so inspiring, you know? Yeah. And I, I find like an online group is really accessible. Like people can, you know, work at their own pace on their own, own time. And that's a really great way to get to um, add it into your your routine wherever it fits yeah and both of us really like every year um uh it's like a i don't know how to call it but we we uh, we both did the 100 day project and that's really fun as well because there's like thousands of people doing it and that's more around the spring yeah yeah i also like i take a, a watercolor class through the halifax rec that's like another kind of way you could, someone could, I mean, that's not daily practice, but that's like kind of another routine way someone could uh, add more art into their lives. 
Yeah, get more technique because you well, don't get much technique with me. <laughs> but I love I that just, because I, get you to paint. I love that there's like there's no right or wrong. You just kind of like dive in and let whatever come out come out. And it's like actually when I'm in the the watercolor class and like my instructor maybe will give me a critique. I just am like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't take it harshly because I'm just like, because I already feel a connection to my own. Like, I already feel like I have my own practice. So I don't really care what she thinks. <laughs> That's really what I teach, right? Like it's, um, yeah, there's no right or wrong way. And my critiques are really coming from like a personal kind of subjective framework. I that you don't care. <laughs> I think I was telling you, like I was telling you, like I, like I've always uh, felt really nostalgic about the fact that I didn't go to art school. And I remember, like about eight years ago, when you know I started doing this way more professionally. I was like, oh my god! I was just like, I should really go to art school. You know, I thought like maybe like it was missing, and so I, I went to start like some watercolor <laughs> class. Which, and then they were like, the girl was showing me how to like put my brush in my hand correctly and like I painted for like 20 years I was like this course is not going to work for me <laughs> and it was like this moment where it was like it's fine like I don't like I've been painting this way for 20 years like it doesn't matter the way you know and there's totally like mm-hmm. I'm not like undermining like art school at all when I say that but like it's just more for me art is so much more about my life you know, being able to just say, like, who says that I can't, you know, put my brush in my hand like that? Like, it's been working for me for like all these years. Like, it's just, it's just a different philosophy, I guess. But, but I agree. Like, that being said, like, it's nice to have techniques too when you go to these classes where, like, you know, just a bit more tools in your backpack, let's say. Like, for me, that's something I wanted to add. But I mean, it's definitely not necessary. But I think you've mentioned before, yeah. like, like to get into a good practice or to get into a daily practice, it's nice to have like kind of a space where you kind of a space that's set up in your home where you can go to do it. And I found for me, that's really helpful. I have like a little art corner that I have all my paints and everything. And it's really easy for me to just sit down and take out a piece of paper and paint like it doesn't take any time at all. So I find that's really helpful. And then I just want to veer a bit towards like maybe away from like your art practice and more towards like your favorite personal tools for self-growth. Like you've mentioned nature, you love taking walks, but um, do you have any like soul ritual that like things you do to ground yourself and like kind of like stay in your body apart from art and um, walking in nature? Deep breathing is really good. Um, Yoga, I find yoga really uh, grounding and... Um, I try to keep a regular routine. I find that keeps me and keep a a planner for my week. I find that kind of keeps me grounded, um, kind of knowing how I'm going to generally how I'm going to spend my time. And uh, I find drinking tea and uh, taking moments just to kind of to like slow down and rest and like with my concussion, I still need to take a lot of rest breaks. So I try and make them enjoyable. And like, I love a nice cup of tea and I love essential oils. Um, Lately, I've been enjoying lavender 
and uh, I find those really nice. I find also um, mindfulness in terms of like I learned. I took a course on um, mindful self compassion, and I find that that's really a great kind of um, grounding uh, technique for like if if I'm feeling overwhelmed to kind of just stop and take some deep breaths and um, just say like, this is a moment of a difficult time um, and it'll pass and um, that I'm okay. And kind of then um, that kind of gives me a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah. The self, the compassion piece is such a big piece for us as women, isn't it? Where did you take that course? I think that was maybe in the first year in my accident or after my accident. Um, It was like a, uh, yeah. Six or eight week group um, mindful self compassion program, and oh my gosh, it was amazing! It kind of uh, it was at Breathe Mindfulness Center, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was just really great because I found like I was just so overwhelmed all of the time with the not being able to do what I want or not not getting better faster, and I needed to be able to comfort myself and not look to other people to do that. And I really learned how to just be there for myself. It was, I still use those strategies and it's just, that was a total game changer. Amazing. Thanks for all these suggestions. My, we have, I I was like writing some notes. (laughs) The last little bit of the conversation is just little quick questions um, for you to answer. Are you ready? Sure. Do you have Kelly a favorite mantra? I don't. I don't think so. But I mean, when I'm like with the self compassion piece, sometimes I'm like, "Oh my god, am I going to be okay?" And then I just tell myself, "You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay." So maybe that's my mantra. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think it is it's a wonderful one too. Um, how about a flower? Do you have a favorite flower? Um, I love peonies. I think they're the most amazing flower. And I don't know, I just love how ants and peonies, they just, there's always ants and peonies. And I just have lots of like, (laughs) fond memories of like, my mom cutting peonies from the garden and then like, shaking off the ants before they come in the house. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So lovely, so lovely. Um, I find a lot of flowers are seeping memories you know yeah Uh, yeah uh how about like a favorite book that you've read about everything we've talked about today but more so art or art practices or creative processes I don't really have a book about art that I've that I can think of a book that I'm reading right now slowly is um your guide to forest bathing I mean I guess that's sort of an art of connecting to nature on a deeper level so it's not like art per se but um there's techniques and strategies on um how you can kind of go out in the forest and um ground yourself through your senses and um connect with nature on a deeper level. I love that. We'll have to put it um, in the show notes. That would be really great. It sounds great. What about a favorite podcast? I'm not. I am more of an audiobook girl. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
And I just uh, listened to Living in a Place of Surrender. Oh. I think I sent you a message about that. Yeah, it was a really good book that I just listened to. Ooh, I'll have to check that one out. Um, and last question, um, do you have a favorite treat? Like something you do, I don't know, to reward yourself or something? I used to say like coffee or wine, but now I just say more like a treat. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like gummy candies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is the best. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. My mom always loved wine gums. I really like wine gums too. They're just, they're not very sweet and they're just like delicious. <laughs> Amazing. Never had that one on the show. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the last two questions, they're a bit loaded, but I have faith you'll be able to <laughs> answer them. Um, what does, you know, after all our conversation, the theme of um, today, what does grounding to grow you know, that expression means for you? I think it's, it's, um, I don't know. I think like when I was, uh, first kind of like in that only being able to be, um, I learned about what my core values are. I learned what's really important to me. And from that, I've learned how I want, like what makes me happy. I've kind of brainstormed like what things in my life make me happy and <clears throat> what lights me up and from there my t- my energy is just like my most precious precious thing and um i think i just have learned how to spend my energy on things that ground me and make me um happy and then in turn i can attract other people in my life that um that light me up and yeah, I find like kind of knowing to me that means like kind of knowing myself and grounding in what lights me up and kind of living that every day the best that I can. And knowing what you know about the power art, would you wish like women knew more about its magic? Everyone can do it and everyone has so much to share and it's amazing what each person mm-hmm. can create and I just found it so neat how like with one prompt everyone can have such like with the, the leaps like one idea everyone can create so many different things and it's just amazing what is inside each one of us and it's just I guess you just have to be willing to be a little bit vulnerable and allow yourself to try and uh, get out there. And um, it's not about like creating a beautiful picture. It's kind of just um, experiencing the joy of being in the process. I agree so much with everything you said, 110, 110%. How can, where can we view your project? Like where can we find you and how can we support you, Kelly? Because it's beautiful what you put out there. Well, uh, right now I'm just on Instagram. The, my account is kelly.cuvalier.art. I kind of have something on the horizon that I might need willing participants for. Because you know what? I was hearing you speak all this, and like what I keep thinking is like, she could teach this stuff now. You know that? Is that what's happening? Well, I'm, I have like, I have something that I'm, I'm kind of working on, and 
I don't want to like I don't want to say what it is because I I don't know when it's gonna happen and like yeah and I don't know what it's gonna look like so but um it's kind of related to nature and art and what everything I've been learning and um yeah so I might need some people to kind of experience something that yeah something that I might be leading I can't wait I'm already getting butterfly in my stomach (laughs) (laughs) it's so exciting thrilling magic away Kelly I'm just thank you so much for sharing everything that you are it's so special to have you on here I just I heart you so much thank you so much Estelle this was a pleasure